friends, Morgan here. I play Eugene on the podcast. First of all, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to follow along on our improvised adventure. If you're enjoying the show, think about liking and subscribing. If you super dig, tell a friend or leave a review. It's the number one best way to help us reach new audiences. A word of caution. In the pre-show this week, we talk about sexual violence in the context of old James Bond movies. So if that's not your speed, feel free to skip ahead to around the 12-minute mark. And now, please enjoy The Heroes Die. I got a question for you. What is one of the big classic movies that you have never seen? Probably the big classic movie of all classic movies, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. I've never, never seen, seen exactly Gone with the Wind. Never seen Gone with the Wind. Mm. This is going to be an awesome conversation just about us having <laughs> not seen Gone with seen, the Wind. I've never seen Citizen Kane. I have seen that one. That's a good. I one. have not. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I've actually never seen Saving Private Ryan. Wow, that's, that's a good one, Morgan. Me, me yeah. neither. And that is actually one that I've been thinking about recently. Why are you anti-veteran, Sam? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> that's rudy's line <laughs> yeah. clearly that's what you think of the greatest generation <laughs> oh my god that is a movie that i actually want to see unlike gone with the wind which i plan on missing forever yeah i think that one's fine to miss honestly the other greatest generation they call that Sam, can I like kind of maybe ask a permutation to your question just because I'm feeling naughty? Dude, permute. (laughs) What is the greatest porn? (laughs) I'm not feeling that dangerous. (laughs) What is um, the movie that is like a well established classic that you absolutely think does not deserve to be a classic? Or that you just don't understand the hype around, or like the, Rudy. Rudy likes my, this question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Some like it hot. The movie's not fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for sixty goddamn years to say it too. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> it's not funny. The whole thing is just. The whole thing is just. Oh, isn't it funny? We're two guys in dresses. <laughs> Lame. Didn't need there's no. There's no. Chemistry between Marilyn Monroe and Tony Curtis. They hated each other while they were filming it, and it shows. The only moment of that movie that is good or subversive is the very end when right. Joey Brown says, you know, uh, nobody's, nobody's perfect. perfect. Yeah, That's the only moment in that movie. I think people just remember that moment and think the whole movie is that, and it's not. That movie, I can't stand that movie. I wish Marilyn were alive to hear this. Oh. <laughs> She would have agreed. (laughs) There's like a bit on a train, which I remember being kind of fun, right? I guess. I don't know. The whole thing is just like, but am I right? Well, like the whole movie is just like, isn't it funny that these two guys are wearing dresses and doing high voices? I I think that's indisputable. I think it came out of a time where comedy was at a place where they had moved past that being being like a go-to just funny idea. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like the, the culture was more mature I th- when it oh. came out than the movie. That's what you're saying. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But is that sort of what you're know. saying, Rudy? May- yeah, I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I wasn't there. Maybe it was the great. <laughs> maybe it is extremely subversive. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Anybody else have a hot take? That's the one I think <laughs> yeah. of whenever I hear that. Not that impassioned. I'll, I'll step into the fire. I don't think The Godfather's worth it at all. Is it because it insists really? upon itself, Morgan? <laughs> I, just, I think it's. I, th- I think it's like 
completely mediocre. Every single of, one. Parts one, what, two, and three. You Man. think part two is a mediocre movie? I absolutely do. Morgan, absolutely do you think do. it's do you think it's because you don't understand it? <laughs> oh my Maybe. fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What you're doing is illegal, Morgan. That's why it's crazy. Maybe, maybe you could explain it to me. <laughs> the next twelve sessions, we're going to focus on Sam explaining the Godfather to Morgan. <laughs> oh no! I just think I just think that that is the funniest question to ask people when they don't like anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great like little just stick a dynamite to throw into any conversation. Oh, that's so interesting. Do you think you got it? <laughs> <laughs> I I like The Godfather, but I don't think I've ever seen parts two and three. I think I've only oh, seen part one. I love Godfather. Yeah. I do think that part two elevates part one. Mm-hmm. Um, part two, oh, like, is my favorite of the three, partially because of John Cazale's performance as Fredo. I mean, like, is incredible. I think I like, okay, here's one. I, I don't understand why the good, the bad, and the ugly is like the pinnacle of the genre, right? Like I, I understand why people like it. I understand why it's like a good movie. I didn't like it very much, but I don't get why of all of the great Westerns of a similar age that are all kind of similar in their aesthetic and how they present. Are you, when you say that you don't under, you don't get why it's the pinnacle of the genre, are you saying Westerns or spaghetti Westerns in particular? That's I, I think I was thinking a little bit more broadly than just spaghetti western, but I think you're probably right. Side I mean, note, that's... side note, Cole. Do you feel qualified to answer that question? Uh, yes, yes, that <laughs> I do. I, I watched. My grandmother is really, really into westerns, and so that was something we watched a, a fair amount of together. But like, I think The Magnificent Seven is a better movie in every respect, except for breadth, than uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm. I like the Magnificent Seven a lot. I think that you, know, slaps. you know what's the cool thing about? I don't know. I mean, if I'm telling something everyone knows, then tell me to shut up and not be pretentious. But the thing I think is cool about the Magnificent Seven is it's a remake of Seven Samurai, which was yeah. Kurosawa's attempt yeah. at making a Western set yeah. in yeah. Japan. Seven yeah. Samurai, Seven Samurai, absolutely slaps. Incredible, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. But I think that this is like super interesting, right? That like. All of us can be like Seven Samurai. The movie's super engaging. That movie's old as fuck, yeah. <laughs> and I feel very engaged when I put that movie on. I think I've seen it's a it twice. Wonderful movie. It's like it's filled with action movie. and super funny. It's, it's got like everything. Still, it's I've not, dragged like, myself. Like I've dragged myself through Godfather one and two, two or three times, and every time it feels like a marathon. Yeah, and I'm just like, fuck, dude. I I get that there's great performances. I get that it's this it's style and everything, but man. I get fucking bored. I get thing very for me bored. Is like running length of a movie. And this is like even for modern movies too and stuff. Like if it's much over two hours, it really runs a risk of losing me. Like in some of my favorite movies are like two and a half hours, two hours, 45 minutes or so. So it's not like saying like, well, it's just a bad movie if you didn't figure out how to tell the story faster. But holy crap. You like, just got to really yeah. bring it if you're going to do it. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's yep. it. Like it's just like with a play. You have to earn everyone's attention. If if you're going to use the time, you better use the time. Yeah. <clears throat> here's here's like a, a sort of spinoff on this. And it's not a movie that I haven't seen or didn't like, but I recently rewatched Indiana Jones and I enjoyed it. But the question mark there is just that like, it is so incredibly misogynistic. 
Oh yeah. That like it was I was just I, gonna make a joke about like and I didn't like how he treats women. It, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was just like it was just like I it was just like it was hard for me to turn off that part of my brain. That's it's a lot of the classic brain. Bond movies for that yep. too. Like I love Sean Connery as Bond, but oh, holy crap, does he ever Connery. like threaten to punch women and throw them on bed enough in a, a gesture of romance? It's just like, oh yeah, that kiss is not consensual. That's violent. <laughs> you gotta love Goldfinger where pussy where he holds pussy galore down until until uh she gives in or in thunderball where he threatens the nurse with uh uh getting her fired if she won't fuck him in the steam bath yeah. this is this is the thing like like i i just and it's I charming a, well but you know but you know what i'm saying sam like like in but, the like, story the, it is the tone of, that's what i'm saying what? the tone yeah. the tone of the way it's handled is it's meant to be charming the way that the is music the, the is movie's expression of charm yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah. what a oh what a rogue not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you. Dog. This is rather than this is a predator. Right. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> this man should be written up at bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. For me, some of those classics have, they cross lines in a way that I understand at the time was uh, timely. And now it feels like I'm witnessing an aspect of the culture that I think is better left in the rear view. Yeah. Harold, what is an answer from you for? Any of the questions that have been posed so far. We've <laughs> got about 15 yeah, minutes mean, of discussion. We the only thing that came to mind immediately, and this is maybe like too deep a cut at this point, but um, I thought I was being pranked with The Deer Hunter. Like, I, Oh, yeah. Wow. I was watching that movie and I was like, obviously, like this has gone off the rails and it's still Robert De Niro, I think. I don't know why he agreed to do this weird offshoot movie about Russian roulette, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But the rest of it's been great. I, I uh, yeah, watched that kind of like in, in disbelief for like the last seemingly hour, but I think probably just half hour. <laughs> Do you, wow. I mean, great, great performances, good direction, like, you know, beautiful film, all that stuff. But I just could not yeah. believe I'm with you. that movie. I think I think for me, Deer Hunter is a movie that like I like because the performances are so like virtuosic, but I don't think it's a movie that's like for mass consumption or that, <laughs> or that it's, or that it's particularly concerned about its audience. It's well, like pop three and a half and pop in the deer hunter. <laughs> it's like three and a half fucking hours. And yeah. it's a movie about Vietnam and they don't go to Nam for the first hour. Yeah. First hour of the movie is them like walking around drinking rolling rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm kind yeah. of into, you know, as far as like, uh, like how do you try to make a war movie that doesn't glorify war? But ju- I, I just, towards the end of it, just I just found some of the the Russian roulette scenes to be like melodramatic and, and a little and too cool. Like, like I got a little too interested in Russian roulette, I think, from it. That's my biggest critique because it just kind of glorifies it. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Deer Hunter. So, so I am going to sound pretentious now, but I think for for me, Deer Hunter is like one of the first movies in like modern American realism where like mm-hmm. we we are ditching the like Hollywood stylized um, form of acting and starting to do like very ugly performances yeah. that feel real and gross in completely uncomfortable situations. So I think that Deer, Deer Hunter for me is like it's more of a milestone or a watermark than it is actually like a great film. You know what I mean? When I think of like modern American realism, I love that movie. By I, the way. I I started thinking about like Taxi Driver. I started thinking about Deer Hunter, 
um, I guess just De Niro movies, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean uh, in that era, Morgan, they're pretty hard to beat. I mean, yeah. no, but I mean, this, like, yeah. this, this is the thing, right? I mean, we're excited to bring in our first guest star, Bob De Niro. Welcome, Holy Bob. shit, we got him! <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Marty and I used to play a, a Pathfinder between takes of The Irishman. Oh, they would have been able to finish uh, a campaign. But in our day, it wasn't called Pathfinder. We just called it Pretend. I'm I, I, I'm a bard. We just called it pretend. <laughs> <laughs> On the subject of Pathfinder, shit. No, let's, let's keep talking nicely. about this. Oh, yeah, we got about 20 minutes <laughs> going here. I think we should keep going. Yeah, we all like movies. I like this. On the subject of Pathfinder, let us come back to Golden Laws Church. Golden Laws. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you all have just cracked open the door of Golden Laws Church. You've seen two monsters at the far end of the room, about 40 feet away from you. You are aware of them. They are not aware of you. Pathfinder 2E doesn't give a like clear mechanic as clear as the murky waters around surprise rounds were in Pathfinder 1E. <laughs> but I kind of want to honor the fact that y'all have the jump on them. So we talked about this a little bit. I'm going to give you all two actions before we enter initiative. You can act in any order you want, but you're not getting a full round. You're getting two actions. Okay. So you're outside of the church right now. What are y'all going to do? Leighton uh, is going to reach over to Sven's hammer, um, look him in the eyes and just say, well, I have to assume that you'll be tangling with this friend of yours. So let me help you out with that. Um, and he's going to cast a magic weapon. So that is a plus one striking weapon now. That is a two-action spell. All right. Who's next? Eugene, hand raised. What's Eugene doing? Eugene has Tanglefoot prepped. It's a two-action spell with a 30-foot radius. So he'll use his first action in the surprise round to get within 30 feet and then try and slang that as soon as he's in there. Is there any kind of like one-action spell that you want to cast right now? You have the opportunity. I know sometimes you do those claws. Don't want to play your character. Just want to say you have the economy. Not going to do it yet. Cool. So Eugene moves up with one action. Who's up next? Ben is going to get in range when hopefully Tanglefoot hits uh, to start clobbering away. So he'll get in as close as he can. Okay, you're going to move in a little bit closer than Eugene, who is staying right around 30 feet away from those critters. Who's next? The professor. Uh, yes, the professor will uh, move up uh, north a few feet and uh, do reach spell, which will increase... The next spell uh, from 30 feet to 60 feet, so it ought to uh, hit the uh, large cloven hoof fellow. And that is a metamagic feat? That is a metamagic feat that costs one action. You get a metamagic feat at second level. I took a Yeah, I took a feat, yeah. Yeah, but instead of increasing the spell level, which would rule it out for you right now if it was, you know, a powerful one, this just costs additional actions? What are you asking me? I'm just asking the mechanics of it. I like the way that this works. That's pretty I, dope, right? I do have a question about this, though, which is whether or not you're allowed to use this action if you aren't casting a spell. I just don't know. It's the R-A-R, RAR. RAR. If the next, if the next action you use is to cast a spell that has a range, increase that spell's range by 30 feet. Cool. Well, this seems like uh, some higgledy-piggledy lawyer-speak bullshit. <laughs> Wait, did you just say R A R? Was that a you know? Oh, never mind. Rules as <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, when you said that, I was like, 
I can't as be opposed right. to R U R Rossum's Universal <laughs> Robots. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> raw instead of, but I do like raw. Uh, oh, so rules, rules as, as written. There's no yeah. W in written. You can't <laughs> say written. Where's the W? I yeah, thought you were trying exactly. to do like rules right. as read. So, <laughs> professor with a strict interpretation of <laughs> rules as written uh, is going to move up and prepare to cast a reach spell. You know what? Fuck it. It's fine. All right. Who has yet to go? I believe it is just you, Andrew. Druk is going to to slide into the uh, the chapel and um, uh, put up his or get into his point blank shot stance. Get into his point blank shot stance. All right. You are all in position. Svend is about 15 feet away from the two monsters, about five feet away from the altar. And he is followed up by Andruk, 10 feet behind him. Eugene riding Andruk's coattails. And then Leighton and the professor are still outside. The professor is about five feet east of the door. And Leighton is five feet to the north of it. You are in position, you are set, (laughs) you have to drop on them, and we are going to roll for initiative. (gasps) Fuck yeah. I'm breaking in my new massive D20. Hell yeah. Do it. How much did that cost? The jumbo die cost me $10. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're all in the initiative tracker. We've got Eugene at 23. We've got the professor at 20, Andruk at 17, Svend at 14, Leighton at seven. Eugene, you have rolled the highest initiative, brother. What's you gonna do? Tangle them! <laughs> By the foot! Um, so I rolled a 15 and then uh, my spell attack is plus five, so 20 all day. 20 all day, What are you, who are you attacking? Oh, I guess it's not AOE. Wait, um, so is that a critical success? You rolled a 15? Uh, rolled a 15 and then, yeah, plus five. So that's a 20 all day? Mm-hmm. Since you didn't roll a natural 20, you would have to exceed their AC by 10. And I will tell you right now, they have ACs higher than 10. However, okay, cool. who are you casting at? Uh, the larger one in the middle. Um, so this will be a success. So the target takes a minus 10 foot circumstance penalty to its speeds for one round. It can attempt to escape against your DC to remove the penalty. Okay, that'll, that escape will happen on its turn. Right now, it is under the effects of the Tanglefoot bag. And I think that means that its speed is reduced by 10 feet. That's what you just said, right? Correct. Excellent. I'm gonna put a marker on the creature. Next up in the initiative order is it. Oh no. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We're all dead, man. Objects and tokens layer. <laughs> Objects and a... token layer may be closer than they appear. <laughs> we'll put a snail on him, and then he is going to move 15 feet right in front of Sven. Hopefully trapping Sven. Does, do I get an attack of opportunity for him stepping in? Yeah, does he provoke there? Um, let's see. Can I go five... 15, uh, uh... GM's playing fast and loose with the movement. Yeah, yeah, I started just climbing up over at, uh... <laughs> yeah, at you know there. what? I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give it to you. I'll give, give it to you. I'll give you the attack of opportunity. To get him off the stage. <laughs> no, I'll roll, I'll roll, I'll roll acrobatics, and if he fails it, he's going, you get an attack of opportunity. Bitch, if he really? doesn't, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> fails it, you get the attack of opportunity. Nice. R-A-R. 
Fucking <laughs> a classic. Uh, no, I will not hit. <laughs> what did you? What did That's you roll? Thirteen. Thirteen. That does not hit. Yeah. It's its turn, and you see underneath all of those gross horns twisting out of its head, this big jaw basically unhinge and come right at you. That is going to miss on the fucking bite with a natural three, and then it is gonna come with a claw. That claw is a 21 to hit. Ooh, that will hit. Ooh, excellent. Ooh, that is going to be 14 points of slashing damage to you. 14 points of slashing damage. Fuck, dude. On the secondary attack? That is a move, an attack, and an attack. It is no longer that creature's turn. The next creature up would be the professor, except... What the fuck? The little guy rolled a little bit better. Oh, man. I'm done. And he looks over, sees all of you, and then... Oh, he toots. You no longer see him. Evaporates. Oh. Nice. That's one now. Sick. <laughs> he killed himself. <laughs> he got too scared. Oh no, he's probably dead. Uh, <laughs> he had a grabber. Yeah, like <laughs> bad guys do that. Sometimes they just blow themselves up. It's actually really stressful being a bad guy. So I get it. Make <laughs> <laughs> bad decisions all the time. <laughs> you got like a lot of weight on your shoulder to be bad. It's like honestly, it was one bad decision after another. Like, <laughs> Capitulate. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure, and he just exploded. <laughs> Actually, why I think Godfather is such a good movie, because it like, talks about that stress <laughs> that they're undergoing like the whole time, like three movies worth. Favorite part of that movie. <laughs> that is going to be all you know of its turn. The professor. You hear a toilet flush in the other room, and then it reappears. <laughs> oh, it's just embarrassed to have to go to the watering can. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I just had to take a quick whiz. The <laughs> water cabinet? The WC. Water okay. closet. Closet. God, closet. Do you remember being in elementary school and learning just like the endless list of things that meant to go pee? <laughs> yeah. My tiny brain was blown. I was like, wow, that's what brain in the lizard means? Um, in any case, it is the professor's turn. The professor, you're up. You have prepped a reach spell. What are you going to do? The professor uh, reaches forth with both of his hands, and sprouting from them are uh, two golden arms heading straight for the uh, large cloven fellow, and he will attempt a ray of enfeeblement. A ray of enfeeblement at the big dude? Oh. oh It's a 13. Sucks to suck, dude. Yeah, well. Man, you put a lot of prep into that, too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, Sam. Yeah. 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 Well, fuck it. Uh, so the professor uh, is uh, going to um, uh, drat, mist, and uh, he'll uh, head into the church and uh, duck behind this pew. Heads into the church, ducks behind that pew. Awesome. Andruk, it is your turn. You're in point-blank stance. What are you going to do? Duke is going to take 10 steps to the north in order to get a free line of shot and then fire some arrows at this big guy. First one is 26. Sorry, no, it's ten, uh, 27. That's a hit. Cool. That's uh, going to be seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Oh boy. Excellent hit. Uh, I'm going to hit him one more time. You're going to try uh, that's a natural 20. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's happening again. 
He's gonna unzip his mask, and it's gonna be a fucking method under there. I know it. <laughs> I know it. I can sense it from here. Three methods under a trench coat. Not a human. It must die. <laughs> it's uh, 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Wow. Big Dambo. That's it. Excellent, yeah. Will. Really good. All right, it's a move, an attack, and an attack. Excellent. Sven, you get to clap back. It's your turn. Yeah, Sven is going to, like, switch the hammer in his hand, and he actually, and it's, it sort of looks weird because he actually swings low with it. He's going to strike out with dragging strike. Uh, for the listeners at home, you aim your weapon to snag a foe's armor, clothing, or flesh to pull them closer. Make a melee strike. If you hit a target that is your size or smaller, that creature is flat-footed until the end of your current turn, and you can move it five feet towards you. If you move the creature, you can move the same distance in the same direction as it, even if you're adjacent to the target. It doesn't trigger reactions. How many fucking abilities does this fighter have? Oh my god. So Ben, you know that you know that at the level up you had to choose between all of those things that a fighter could do. You don't just get all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's literally only the two I chose. I've, I've gone over two so far. Well, I'm just seems... wondering, wondering why Sven is so OP. Just like, I don't know, I just got all this cool Pat stuff. Titan Wrestler, Double Slice? That's it. Double Slice is the first just level. Just over the two yeah. levels. No, I know. It's, it's just you get more stuff faster, which yeah, is normal like, for it's, fighters. It's, it's awesome, cool. dude. I love yeah. this. Go for it. It's cool to see how it plays out in 2E. Uh, that'll be 25 hit. 25 is a hit. Hell yeah. Nice. Kill this thing. Yeah, let me do a little damage to it. You got that double dice going? Yeah. Do you double the striking? Not double, it's just plus one, right? Well, no, because he, he is... No, mm. no, it's, it's an extra... Plus one to hit, and then you get an additional damage die. I don't Holy think that that double. No, I was just making sure that... I was reminding Ben that he gets that other die. That was That's all I meant, from striking. What? Uh, what's the other die from striking, sorry? A weapon that is a plus one striking weapon, what it means is that it's plus one to hit and then you get an extra damage die on every hit sweet rip them um that will be uh, 11 points of damage 11 points of damage and then he'll follow through with one more hit and this is at the iterative attack penalty yep against a flat-footed ac for this thing Mm -hmm. uh oh probably not no um read it off five probably not Excellent round, dude. Get to seeing some new cool stuff from Sven. Layton, you're up. Can I roll a knowledge check? What would it be? Knowledge check against the big guy? You're looking at knowledge relige. Um, you can roll an unspecific lore if you make a good case for it, or a specific lore, though the unspecificity or specificity of these uh, will be up to my discretion. Thank you very much. Legal um, lore. Legal <laughs> lore. <laughs> I don't think I have any relevant lore skills as much as I love rolling lore legal. So I'll throw religion at this uh, All right. and see what happens. So Leighton peers around the door into this like semi-darkened church with the light streaming in, hitting this devilish figure leaping off the altar at his friend. And he rolls a 12. 12 is not going to do it. Yeah, it was almost a, almost a lot better than that. <laughs> Leighton uh, is just too taken aback by the stunning atmosphere. He is going to take a move action, ducking like around the door, um, flanking the aisle opposite the professor. And can I like duck down behind this pew to get cover as an action? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So that'll be his uh, third. And he'll just shout out, I've never seen anything like it, but I'm right behind you. Claude, guard the front. 
<laughs> Excellent. That is the end of round one, the top of round two. Eugene, you're back up. What you going to do, dude? Uh, Eugene is going to cast Wild Morph, targeting himself. And remind us what that looks like. Is this the first time this has happened? Yeah. Um, Oh, this uh, is the first time this has happened? No, because this form of it is just when he turns his hands into claws. Oh, right, Um, right, 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 right. right. Got it. Okay, I bet. That's how you cast Magic Fang. Right, there are. Who has a short-term memory is treating it like it's the first time he's ever seen it. It is free. (laughs) Oh my God, his hands! He's a demon. Uh, This will, yeah. For the record, this is the spell I will use later to maybe transform him into other forms and stuff. But right now, it's it's just hand claws. These fingernails, they grow. That's two actions, and then he's gonna move five, ten. Can I go like this, Sam? Fifteen, twenty. Uh, no, the pews are there, so they are going to be... Uh, I'm going to need an acrobatics check to like get over them, given that you're a small creature, if you okay. want to do it in a, um, in a hasty way. Yeah, do I? yeah, I do want to. Yeah, I want to. So it would be... So 5, 10, then 15 would be over the pew there? Uh, that would be 20, because it'll be difficult terrain even if you make it. Okay, and then what do I need to roll here? I'm going to roll. Just, to just get up the back of it, it'll be... DC 10 acrobatics. And then I need to roll again to get off it down onto this square. No, once you're up there, you're good. Both of those will be tight. Right, but you you, so, you have the movement. Yes, I rolled an 18 on the die. It's a 24. So. Right. You get to there. Cool. And that's going to be his turn. Right on, dude. Awesome. He grows his claws and then scoots up, vaults the pew, getting right up in this thing's business. Next up is the Abricondilu. Sven just took a couple hacks out of it, drags him closer, right? And I imagine that that drag, even though you're already adjacent, pulls him closer, which is why he's flat-footed. And then that next slice, though you missed, he feels it, right? You're all up in his business. He snaps down with a 25 to hit. Ooh, yep. He's a big bad. Not the big bad evil guy, but he's a big bad guy. Shit. Ooh. All right, that's a little bit above average, but could have been much worse than 15 points of damage. Yeah. I'm also going to need a fortitude save. Oh, uh, no. Ooh, that's probably going to be a no. Um, how does a 12 sound? A 12 doesn't sound very good at all. No. So its jaws clamp into your cheek, and then its teeth just rake down your jaw, leaving this horrible, nasty gash as you fall prey to this creature's mutilating bite. You take a minus one status penalty to charisma-based checks. My one true beauty. (laughs) What a disaster. (laughs) For the next day, because of how nasty this is. All right, it's gonna come at you with the claws next. Never work as a bouncer for a circus again. All right, next claw attack is a miss, and then turning and seeing Eugene next to him, he's also going to lash out at Eugene. We're going to need a high roll for this one. And I think we got it with a natty 17. Eugene's AC is 18. Oh, nice. But that's a plus six on it, so that's a 23. Oh, you kind of slow played that one. (laughs) (laughs) Natty 17 was the play. Okay. At the poker table, we call that rude. (laughs) (laughs) That is going to be 10 points of damage to Eugene. 
Mm-hmm. Slow roll me. <laughs> slow roll me. Next up is a creature that nobody can see. Then how do you know he's next? Yeah. I don't know. How do you know he's next? <laughs> Faith, Morgan. Faith. Way to break the immersion. Like we're the audience. Popping into existence with a claw slashing down at Leighton. Oh! The creature <gasps> reappears flanked by the professor Oops. and Leighton. Oh, dear me. Oh. Natural 18. This is treachery. That's going to be a 27 to hit. <laughs> that uh, is a crit. That is a no. critical hit. Exactly. That is a critical hit. A one and the three on these die, though, Cole. You're not doing too bad. That is going to be two points of physical damage, four points of evil damage, and I'm going to need a fortitude save. That's some pretty evil damage. Uh, Oh my god. That damage is evil. Don't touch it. It's evil. It stings. He's just a bad guy. Uh, the fourth save is going to be a 17. DC, 17. Uh, Let's go. All right, sweet. Nicely done. That was his first action. Actually, no, that was his second action. He didn't move. He took a five. He took a guarded step in between you two, took the attack, is going to take another one against you. Ooh, that is going to be a 21 to hit. We know that that hits. That'll do it. Not a crit. That is going to be two points of physical damage and one point of evil damage. Oh, Give me another fortitude save. Oh, jeez. I need an 11 or higher. And I got a three. Oh, oh dear. Oh, you, like... Cole, have fallen prey to a particular kind of venom. Oh. You take three points of poison damage You are at stage one. You will begin your next turn with a saving throw against this venom. The professor, it's your turn. The professor will say, um, ah, he's totally shocked by the the demon appearing between him, like, ah, Leighton, watch out! And when he sees Leighton get attacked, he says says to to the demon, away from him, you, and he'll hit him with a harm spell. Uh, so that's five points of, uh, negative damage, Sam. Five points of negative energy damage. Yeah, but what horrible get, insult does he say? And it gets a, <laughs> and it gets a, and it gets a basic fortitude save. A basic fort save. Let's see what happens. All right, that's a natty sixteen. So I think that halves the damage you take. Is that it? Yes. Wow, what a drag. Yes, indeed. What a drag. And for my next action, I'm going to try and uh, recall knowledge on it using knowledge religion. Damn it, man. 12. A 12, that's not going to cut it. You, you just Fuck, you, It's on the tip of your mind. You can't quite get it out. And I can't on, do another one, right? I take like a penalty? Uh, you, you just can't do another one. It's what you know. Okay. Maybe I, maybe I shout, you know, uh, Leighton, get back. Then uh, I'll just step back a few feet. And I think as Leighton watches you, like, step away, he says, Understood. Andruk, get uh, get him off me and I can get to spend. Andruk, it is your turn. What do you do with that info? Not sure what to do with it. How am I supposed to get him off of him? 
deal 150 points of damage to her. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, not, I'm truly not telling you. This yeah, is no, just I what Layton would I say. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to do it. I think, I think Druk is also pretty single-minded about these things, and I think he's gonna, gonna you know, yell at Sven. Big guy, hold on! Um, but before he runs over, he's gonna try to take one shot at the um, at the big monster. 24. 24 is a hit. Um, that's only four points of damage, though. Minus four. Uh, then Druk is going to run to directly behind Sven and uh, use battle medicine to try to heal him. Let's see how it goes. Um, it's gonna be close. It's a nine on the die. Oh, thank God. It's plus six to med- for medicine, so it's 15 entirely. Nice. Um, um, 2d8 coming your way. It's uh, nine points of healing, Sven. Nine? Nice. Yeah. Above average. Above average. So Does my cheek my look okay, though? Please tell me it looks okay. Uh, <laughs> it's my uh, tongue just, like, lolls out the side of it. Uh, you, you, look, you look great. It, uh, oh, it, 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 it definitely doesn't. He still looks super fucked up. Spend it. You're lying. Oh, <laughs> he swings back around at the thing. You took everything from me. Uh, and I'm going to double strike him. Uh, fuck. No. Uh, 14. 14 is a miss. Yep. And uh, 20. 20 is a hit. Yay. Yes. All right. We'll take that. That will be. <laughs> Come on, man. And Six points of damage. Six points of damage. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was the double slice. I think you have one more action. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do technically. Um, cool. I'm going to try to take him out again. Let's see. Uh, oh, 21. That's actually not bad. That's a hit. Yeah. Hey. Is that the hammer? It's a swanker. Uh, hey, a little better. 13 points of damage. Much better. 13 points of damage there. All right. It's looking pretty fucked up. Sven, that is your turn. Leighton, what you got? The professor has run away like a coward. No one has come to your aid. Yeah, whatever. It's like they don't care about you. What are you going to do? Claude! Claude! Um, Can Claude make it up those steps? (laughs) I don't know what what kind of a horse, horse is breaks its ankle. Needs <laughs> to be put down. Oh god. I don't know. Have you prepared him for this? <laughs> They're awful I, steep. I guess we're about to find out. Clop moves up here. Clop, clip, clop. <laughs> like a like a fucking dog on a Chicago sidewalk in the little booties in the winter. He just oh, doesn't know how to put his feet on the ground. Yeah, Claude, with no dignity climbs these steps and I am going to change his orientation <laughs> screaming as he goes <laughs> um, so Claude is going to leap up there and try to kick the shit out of this thing no god damn it that's an 11 11 does not hit 11 does not hit that seems reasonable and so Leighton is going to at the same time reach out and like ice climbs up the remainder of that stained glass window that is next to him as the air super cools around his hand um, and I need a fortitude save from uh, this impish little motherfucker. Oh, super cool. Oh, thanks, dude. Natural 14. Fucking balls. I'm rolling well. 18 though, all day. 18 all day. Uh, oh, you make it by one. Alright. That is going to be three points of damage 
and you take a minus five foot circumstance penalty from Tempest Touch as Leighton's curse activates. And then um, he's going to run around the north side of the pews, sort of going opposite corner from the professor. Excellent. Oh, what an exciting round. That's the end of round two. We're going into round three. Eugene, you're up. You're next to him. What you going to do, bud? Uh, Eugene's going to cast Magic Fang on himself first. Magic Fang. He's uh, also known as Magic Fang. Uh, and then, <laughs> magic Fang. And then he's going to take a big swipe at our larger friend here. Over his cheek. Mm-hmm, the cheek, the cheek. Ooh, close. Uh, 17? 17 does not hit. No. That's my turn. Magic Fang, two action spell, one action to attack. Eugene fails the team. All right, Sam, you need to <laughs> fucking chill not, out. Not have a team uh, little it. narrative you've got going on now. It's too bad. The professor has fled in terror from helping. <laughs> It'd be fun when the Layton. characters have a uh, discussion to disband after we get out of this room and see what that leads to. I don't think we should be doing this. You know, I really, really think we should go to Absalom. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Let's go be a circus again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go we to the Mwangi Expanse. That's not far, is it? We obviously <laughs> suck at this. You wouldn't have to come up with books of material to get us there, would you, Sam? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're right. Eugene doesn't let the team down. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm letting them down. But it's my choice. <laughs> All right. Sven did damage. Eugene has, has been covered did not so we are going to attack Sven Uh oh Sven I don't know 25 to hit yeah it already hit before you idiot (laughs) (laughs) as those jaws come right back down at you 18 points of damage fuck okay negative 8 and you're down yeah (laughs) okay so imagine this as you go down Due to the damage he's inflicted, you also make a fortitude save. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you do when you're full, dead. Full immersion. Yeah. Pretty pretty easy to imagine. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten doesn't cut it. So his jaws rip into the other side of your face oh, and his teeth break down your dog. <laughs> and you now have a minus two to all charisma-based checks. For the next, well, we'll talk about it later. They're not healing up right away. So Sven is down. Oh my gosh, what is the system that, oh, I remember. The big red X means that Sven is down right now. Yup. This creature is now, who remains unidentified, is going to turn his attention towards Eugene. Stop, stop, he's already dead. Natural one, that is a miss. Final attack, also a miss. Drops Sven, misses Eugene in his excitement about damaging Sven. Next up is your friend and mine, the little devil. The littlest devil. The littlest devil. The littlest devil is going to crouch down leap up with a flap of its wings oh, and land Ugh. right in front of the professor. Ah! With a move action, 
That is going to be a 24 to hit. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Just checking. That is going to be four points of regular damage, four points of evil damage, and I'm going to need a fortitude save. How do we think this is going to go? Pretty poorly for the sorcerer? Why don't you all shut up? How about that? (laughs) It's a a 12. A 12 is a fail. You're going to take three points of poison damage. Oh, great. That was the first slash, second slash. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to get you. Come on, come on, kill him. I got another character ready to go. <laughs> I put a lot into this guy, but I fucking drop him like he's nothing, dude. I can come wow. up with someone else in a week. In a I week. don't think a 14 I'll is going to hit you. I have another guy ready to go before the end of the session. Come on. 14? No, no. Uh, Get out. Happen. Get out of here with that. Okay, okay, okay. You know, when you roll in the single digits on the second attack, you're just never sure. So, <laughs> next up is the professor. The professor, what are you going to do? Cast harm? Uh, uh, oh, and Sam, am I, am I poisoned? Do I need a status thing going on right now? Uh, I will, yes. I will put a status thing on you right now. Okay. But it, does, it, doesn't, tick, it doesn't tick on this turn because it's not gonna, it takes a round for the onset to happen. So it'll be your next turn. I so understand. I uh, you took damage on the, like the professor, you took damage on the onset, but you don't get the additional until it's your turn again. For sure. Like in Pokemon, where the screen flashes every time you're walking. Again, I don't approve of Pokemon references because I don't understand them. (laughs) It makes me feel lesser. (laughs) They shouldn't make you feel lesser, Sam. They should just make you feel older. God, I hate this. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) So the professor, uh, the professor's like really driven up against the wall. Oh, ah! and uh, he's uh, going to do another harm spell. Okay, four points of damage. Do a do a uh, fortitude save. I'm using this die because these guys seem evil, and so does the red and green die that I'm using. Yeah, Just yeah. So you guys the know. audience at home, it's a red d20. It's a red d20 with a little red Santa Claus gold. Oh, kind of evil. Kind of evil. That's a five on the die. Doesn't okay. save. Oh, let's okay, go. Okay, so all four points of damage. All four points of damage go through. It's kind of pathetic when you say it out loud like that. I don't know. I kind of like it. And then uh, the professor will um, will continue to head up the uh, the church this way. Yeah, just say it, Rudy. Run away. The professor continues <laughs> to God run away. It, dude. <laughs> yeah, running towards the worst fray at the front of the church. Excellent yeah. use of space, professor. <laughs> I think we call I think we call that spin. Andruk, it is your turn. What are you going to do? Now, remind me, how do the mechanics work for Battlefield Medicine? Sven is immune to that for the next 24. Bummer. That's a bummer, because he's down right now. Yeah. Yeah. Jokes are really landing, Sam. Do you feel good? Yeah. 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 I feel really good about this. Uh, He's going to shoot some arrows at this big monster guy. Um, (laughs) That'll be uh, easier, because Sven's not in the way anymore. Right. Yeah. You yes, can actually shoot you. through my face because I got two <laughs> yeah. holes on either side of my face. <laughs> wow, Sven's wisdom teeth are really impacted. Yeah, he's got to get taken care of. I mean, after he gets his face fucking fixed. But... <laughs> no, he can just use uh, the does other a one. 19 hit? A 19 hits exactly. Great. Nice. Uh, here we go. Uh, that's max damage, eight points of damage. 
eight points of damage. The listener at home, Sam, has just clutched his chest like he just got <laughs> shot with an arrow. Grabber. Is he still up? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep shooting then. Makes sense. Um, There's no one in your way right now. Uh, that's going to be a miss. Only 12. Yeah. Mm-mm. And um, I'm going to move back towards the back of the church 20 feet away. In keeping with the team strategy around these big scary guys. Just yeah. going to run away. All right. There you go. Spend saving throw? Uh, yeah. Flat, flat check. Oh, that's a one. <laughs> okay. God damn it. That's Which a critical. Which are you rolling? That's a critical failure. Yep. Which means your dying value, which is currently one, increases by two to dying three. Is that just perma? No. no. Dying four is permanent death. Oh, poggers. However, I do want to make it clear that in this situation, I will be making fewer jokes about how close to death you are. I'd like to go back to the beginning of this session and decide to bring up that thing about how we shouldn't go in here again. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Sam, now that I think about that is kind of a make or break it for me. So let's- Yeah, I feel like you really pushed through Rudy on that one, Sam. I I don't feel comfortable with this. Don't worry, we got three months of this character out of it. It's it's good. (laughs) Learned a lot about him. It's fine. I also- I don't think- yeah, he's got that weird voice. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be fun to learn about, but fuck it. I'll get him just be <laughs> what, What's your new character? I don't know. It's a barbarian. Uh, he's got a girl voice now. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's talking like a microphone. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, there. I don't know. He talks like, talks like this. Isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Leighton, it's your it's your turn. <laughs> All right, Leighton is going to peek up over the pew um, that his hand is on the back of, and reach out and cast heal, two action heal. Um, Do you think you can see Sven from there? Pretty certain, yeah. Got <laughs> <laughs> that cowardly crouch behind that pew. Can you see yeah, the hero who is already no Sam, 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 Sam. Full size half elf. Um, ben could also use a hero point. To He's okay. I can't yeah, wait okay. to listen back to this oh, episode. Fucking, we perma kill Ben's character, <laughs> and Sam has just done nothing but joke about it for forty-five minutes. <laughs> Dude, ben didn't uh, appear on the podcast after that episode. It was weird. I, yeah, Sam brought the character to the brink of death, but then got real magnanimous when it was one dying three point away from perma death. <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah, um, so then Ben left the podcast, and the whole thing felt a lot more balanced after yeah, that. They really loosened up, and they have to edit the jokes as much. Uh, ben, that's going to be 11 points of healing, which brings you back to consciousness. Nice. And uh, removes the big red X. Yeah, fuck that big red X. Leighton, enemy of the big red X. And Ben, uh, just a reminder that this is, in second edition, there's no negative hit points. So you are just at 11 HP. Oh, nice prone and he still has the the condition from the wound thing right yeah you are he has the condition from the wound that he took from the mutilating bite he is also wounded one and that's him wounded more than one (laughs) (laughs) actually speaking of x's do i need to do something about the little black poison symbol x on me that is so nice of you to ask yes roll a fortitude save please gotta stop reminding sam 
about it's... these things, guys. Ben, I've been a GM for so long. How could I not? Oh, wait, Mr. Smith, before we go home for the day, do you want to assign us any homework? I think this is the second time we've done this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you keep fucking doing it. That's right. <laughs> this behavior won't be changing. The bullying will continue until the behavior improves. <laughs> Go ahead, nerd. <laughs> and you, three o'clock, you're not dead. Old, not old for me yet. <laughs> That'll be a just... 15 on that fortitude set. <laughs> That's a fail. You are at stage two of the poison, and you take two points of poison damage. And Cole, I just want to say I really appreciate it. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, <laughs> and then he's going to say, That's good. Spread out. It'll slow them down. Claude. Run away. Run away. Hippie hop to fun don't stop. Into here. Snaking around that door like the lie this little Clydesdale you ever did see. And mother... Ah, that would be a 12. 12 is a miss. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. All right. What is um, this? The church for horses? <laughs> I, I, knew there, I knew there was only the, only the chance, only the chance of getting Rudy with that one. <laughs> but I didn't. It was worth it. Uh, Leighton, is that three actions for you and two actions for Claude? That's three and two. That was the end of round three, the top of round four. Eugene, it is your turn. Okay, something Eugene probably could have done a long time ago. Can I roll knowledge nature on this large beastie here? Knowledge nature isn't going to get you anything. Knowledge religion will, or what are your lores? No lore, but I can roll religion. Hit me with it. 18. 18 on the big guy is one short. No. Cool. Uh, then Eugene's yeah. going to attack him. All right. <laughs> That's uh, 23. No, 24, because I cast um, Magic Fang. 24. Yes. 24 is a hit roll damage. Cool. This is going to be good, hopefully. Eight points of damage. Eugene, what does it look like? Oh, man. Cow. Thank when you put Lord. this baddie down. Yeah, I mean, wow. I think Eugene's looking at him, right? And he's just like, what the fuck is this thing even? She's like, so confused. And so and he's he's watched Sven go down and like sees the gashes, right? So I think that like little Eugene like is right next to him. He gets under. I think he takes his claw and he jabs into like upper groin, right? And just like plucks some nasty artery. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. right, right on like Old the dick like, vein. like the side. <laughs> no, no, I don't think Eugene's <laughs> tall enough for that. <laughs> um and I think I think it's gonna hit it like some like nasty big artery in this dude's leg or something like that. Yeah. Plucks that vein, starts bleeding out. The Abracandilu collapses in front of you. It would be its turn. Eugene, you have two more actions. No, you have one more action. Knowledge one more. check. Knowledge one more attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Eugene, I think, is just going to go for the little guy. So he's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, and be like, let's finish this little bastard off. Righto, righto. That brings us up to the little guy's turn. It 
is going to launch itself again, springing, wings flapping, Ugh. right next to the professor. Yeah! Stop doing that! <laughs> Fight the horse! Gonna swing at the prof. <laughs> Pretty good. 22 to hit. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. hit. Rip, kill him. Yeah, rip him up. Not great damage. That is going to be two points of damage. Now, on that hit, you are re-exposed to the poison. Rudy, give me another fortitude save. 15. 15. Not quite going to do it. Instead of taking the damage like you did when you initially failed the save, this is going to increase the stage of the poison by one, which means that you are currently in stage three. Ooh. Or stage two. When did you get this exposure? I got it last turn. You got it last turn. You're currently in stage one, which means that this actually does advance it just to stage two. That is just going to be one point of poison damage. Oh man, the professor is looking really ragged. It's gonna attack you again. Yeah, great. It's in its nature. It's in <laughs> its nature. Yeah, no. It's gotta be a good roll. It's gotta be a good roll. This is gnarly, man. I don't know, Rody. Um, not being sarcastic. I think I got you though with an 18. By one. By one. All right. Give me that fortitude save. No damage? Give me the fortitude save. You are getting oh. damage. Okay. 17. 17 saves against that exposure to the poison. And you are going to take five points of damage. Wow. One H, one hit point left. One hit point left. Whoo! That is a move, an attack, and an attack. He's an old man, for Christ's sake. The professor, it's your turn. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, man. Oh, God. Phew. 23. 23 is a success. Nice. And you are no longer under the effects of Quasit Venom, which is oh, good. thank goodness. Because that was going to be another 1d6 yeah. poison, and you were going to start slowing down. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so is it my regular turn now? It is your regular turn now. All right, so uh, the professor is going to crawl past Eugene. He is so beat up and bloodied right now. Uh, uh, careful with that one, Eugene. He's uh, quite the character. Uh. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we'll attempt we'll attempt a ray of enfeeblement against him. Go for it. Last first level spell. So here we go. Oh no, the misses. That's too bad. That was the professor's turn. He's just a little bit too banged up. The poison eking away at him. The fresh exposure on the first hit, just making him weaker and weaker. I mean, he is about to collapse, though he finds a little bit of strength and forces his body to stop reacting to the poison. Andruk, it is your turn. Yeah, I think first thing Druk would say would be like, Doc, quit running away from us. We're trying to help you. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> then he will... <laughs> I'm not running away. I'm retreating. There's a big difference. 
uh, Dweek's gonna move to the center of the room and uh, and take a shot at the uh, little guy. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one is a hit. Great. Here we go. Great. Uh, only four points of damage. Four points of damage. That's real, though. That's real. And I think for his last action, he's going to yell at Eugene. You got this. Hit him hard. Um, and uh, give him plus one guidance on his next action. Guidance is not touch. Guidance is not touch. Guidance is just a strong word from a good friend. Friend, <laughs> <laughs> it is your turn. What do you do? Stand up? Yeah. Can I move in between the pews? Yes. You can move uh, north and south between the pews, so like along it at full speed. Wait. He gets probably like plus 10 movement speed because the holes in his face make him more of a streamlined now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he's lighter. Yeah, his lung with air as he lighter. moves. Yeah. Yeah. And he's lighter because of all the blood loss. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, so standing up is an action, right? Yep. All right. Standing up, moving in, and I'll take a swing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Your friend took my beauty. <laughs> Your friend took my beauty. Uh, <laughs> you 26 to hit? 26 oh, to hit. Oh, yeah. This is angry Sven, dude. Angry Sven. He gave me guilt. <laughs> uh, that'll be 12 points of damage. 12 points nice. of damage. My goodness. Nice. Oh, yeah. That is just enough. Oh. To Holy kill the creature. God, no way. He made me a fish man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Sven swings again. And <laughs> absolutely and swinging. Demolishes swinging. this creature. I will make you a pate. My goodness. The fight is over. We are out of initiative wow. order. Looking Holy around this God. incredibly fucked up room. You see a couple of doors. One is five feet away from the professor. Another in the northwestern corner of the room is right there. There is a font leaning against it. And you hear, Hello? 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 There's always somebody trapped behind a door. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Duke's going to run over to the professor and and do some healing. Thank you, Andruk. You're a good boy. Uh, I miss, actually, unfortunately. Oh, damn it, Andruk! I I'm hate sorry. you! <laughs> those, those words hurt, Druk. He's, I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying really hard. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. So much I apologize. I, I can... I can uh, barely there's see my intestines. But there's there's so there, much there, bleeding. There. There's so much going there's on. Blood. I'm sorry. Uh, Why are sure. none of you looking me in my face right now? <laughs> Something wrong? <laughs> Is that worse than it looks? <laughs> oh. No. I doubt that. It can't be that. <laughs> um, I think Leighton, like, drags himself along these pews north to south and shouts at the closed door, We'll be with you in a moment! Um, and gets down, and he's also going to try to help the prof out. Yeah, thank God. Uh, that is going to do it. The 17. So you get... Uh, that's going to be the one. There we go. And... Ooh! Uh, 12 points of healing. Oh. 
Thank you. Uh, Sam, while we're doing this, can I detect magic? Yes. And? And. (laughs) I'm sorry. It is just never, it is never going to be natural for me to just be like, yeah, and you find this. Just going to be like, yeah, you detect magic. And then wait for you to say nothing because you have no new information. (laughs) Uh, You do. You do detect some magic. So first off, the people who are fighting the larger beasts, give me perception checks. Uh, 16. Uh, 26. 26. Sven got a really good look at him. Yes, his teeth were in my mouth for a brief second. (laughs) Yeah, y'all second based. Uh, all of those are enough to recognize the gray cloak that the creature is wearing as one of the formal vestments of a priest of Gozra, similar to those that you found in the Lindell barn. In addition, Lindell barn, this creature, a demon, I will tell you, has a religious symbol of Gozra, the leaf with a hanging drop of dew uh, draped around its neck. Also, When you detect magic, the smaller creature is wearing a pendant. You go over and inspect it. It is a crying angel pendant. This will go good for my local punk show. (laughs) So this can be affixed to armor. And when activated, this alabaster pendant can turn a critical failure into a normal failure instead. Wow. Interact action to activate. No, it's a free action to envision. A free action to envision. Um, And this is when you critically fail to administer first aid. And the requirement is that you are trained in medicine. So it's only for administering first aid. I think that's just you, Andra. Who can administer first aid? Well, who's trained. I can administer it, but only through nature. I can't do it with medicine. Yeah, Uh, I'll take take that. I'll pull that off the sheet. Sorry, I, I zoned out and got a text message. But what's the, what's it called? My wow. bad, guys. I'm sorry. I don't mind. Just, <laughs> just a real double whammy. Just, I zoned out and got a text message. <laughs> this doesn't happen. I'm from all Not only was I not paying attention, <laughs> I'm pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel the audience deserves to know. Yeah, I've got better things to do. It it takes it takes something pretty big for me to stop paying attention. In this case, it was a text message. This happens so rarely that I actually get charged every time I get one of these. (laughs) Really? Wow, I'm taking it back. This is cool. What a windfall! What a windfall! Text message. And a magical item called the Crying Angel Pendant, you must. That can't be the real name of it. Oh, God, it is. So Andruk takes the Crying Angel Pendant, despite having a lot of stuff going on. It's just a lot. I just... There's the Ukraine. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and what happens next? In Ukraine? Nobody knows. That's the whole nope, problem. Nope, so hopefully it de-escalates, but... Nope. Nope. <laughs> hopefully it's just a ploy. Uh, what do you do next in this room? Do you go and answer someone clearly trapped in this room to the north? Well, we told them to give us a minute, so we can use that full minute, I think. Like, let's let's take our time here. Uh, I did sorry, just sorry. heal for 10 minutes. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. I got, I got, uh, I got a lot I of text, text messages. messages. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, 
Sam, I already know what's going to happen to me here, but like, am I still poisoned? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to need some... Before that happens, checks. can I try to help him with that? Can I administer or can I treat poison? Uh, the first thing that you did was run over to the professor and heal him. So there's going to be at least one round of Leighton doing this on his own. So fortitude save. Okay. 18. 18 saves. You are nice. no longer under the effects of Quasit Venom. I, so I think it only knocks the condition down by one level. I think that's the new affliction thing. Unless this is specific to Quasit Venom. It is not. So you, so have, I think, you have one save? Yeah, so I think I go to Poisoned 1. Poisoned 1, all right. And does that mean that you are under the effects of it? So you would hit that, that would tick again? I assume so, yeah, like... At the end of stage of listening to revolt, you must attempt a new saving throw on a success. You reduce the stage by one. If the affliction stage is reduced below when you get rid of it, uh, you are then subjected to the effects of the new stage. So I take first level effects. All right, that is a save. You are going to move up on the stage track by one. You are just going to take one d6 points. Love that. that is going to be three points of poison damage. Rudy, this means that we got this wrong for you earlier. We're not going to rehash the combat or anything like that, but we are going to give you that damage. So you are going to take one point of poison damage. You are at one point of health, right? Yes. And Andruk has healed you. So we're going to say that you have as many HP as Andruk gave you. However, you have the wounded one condition as a result. Also, I'm going to need another fortitude saving throw. It's a natural one. Oh my god. Okay, a, so what we call a critical fail, right? Yeah, so you are at one, you go to three. You're gonna take one D six points of poison damage. That's five points of poison damage. <laughs> the professor's just vomiting his brains out. <laughs> so I think if he's still poisoned, I couldn't have even healed him, technically. And you're slowed one. Give me another fortitude save. Hang on, folks. He'll be dead yet. Natural 20. No rhyme or reason to any of it. It's you bump like back up two steps. Give me one more <laughs> fortitude save. <laughs> which means it. that you get five points of poison damage. Jesus. Okay. Give All me right. that fortitude save. All right. All right. One thing at a time. Natural 20. Wow. And you are no longer the under the effects. <laughs> This will never happen again. This will never happen again. Don't jinx it. No, no, I'll jinx it. I'll jinx it. I'm willing to... And I have one more here, Sam. 17. That is a success. That takes me to zero. Wow. You know... So I imagine I'm just, like, sweating it out while I'm, like, patching you up and you're, like, vomiting on the floor and both of us are just going through one together. And, yeah. and, and Cole, and I'm shitting, too. All in the details. Explosive chunks of shit flying through the seat of my pants. They're so intense that they actually smash a hole through the seat of my pants. I thought you did the Ben and Jerry's thing last week. No, no, no. <laughs> Maximum duration, six rounds. So I think we stayed under that while still managing to get in a lot of damage in action. There is a door to the north that somebody on the inside is pounding on. Yeah, we're working on it, okay? Be patient. 
found it and be bothered. It's some of us are shitting our brains out out here. And that poor person will have to wait one more week <laughs> for their rest. <laughs> rightfully so. Holy Read cow. the newspaper. Good job. Good job. I mean, that was, that was, I was hoping that was going to be a tough, but that was a tough fight, guys. That was a tough fight. That was amazing. You all acquitted yourselves well.